Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the All Nine Yards podcast. My name is Luke Lender. I'm, of course, joined by Caleb Arthur, and we're back with you for the AFC two days in a row. Yes, two days in a row. I don't think I can remember the last time this podcast uploaded two days in a row, but we're here. We're alive. We're thriving, and we're ready to talk American Football Conference. We wrapped up the NFC yesterday. Caleb and I had relatively similar teams making the playoffs, a couple changes here and there, but this year's AFC is wide open, wide open. There's there's teams of extreme quality that are not going to make the playoffs, and it's crazy to say, but it's true. Um, so where should we get it started? Let's get it started in hmm, – let's get it started in the AFC South. Um, I think this division is – I think a lot of people think it's like a two-headed race. If not, it's just going to be a runaway. Um, but we've got two teams with young QBs in here. So, Caleb, who have you gone with last place in the AFC South? Yeah, this was a tough one. I think there's like two teams I think people would say that. And they're running for last place. Mm-hmm. And with last place, I actually went with the Colts. I think I have them going 4-13. and 13. Mm-hmm. I, I just, overall, mostly the Jonathan Taylor situation. He's out at least the first four games. I don't know if we'll ever play there again. Uh, and that's obvious. It would be great to have for a young QB to, you know, have a guy in the backfield that you can know can get you yards. But Anthony Richardson, he might be really good one day. But this year, I expect it to be pretty rough. He is really raw. Mm-hmm. He's not that accurate with the football as of right now. So I just, I don't know. I mean, Shane Steichen, that was a good hire. I mean, I thought they were going to go with Jeff Saturday and ruin the franchise. But uh, Shane Steichen is a very good hire, I think, but they just don't really have the talent right now. Super raw QB, Jonathan Taylor's out. Pittman is good, but he's, you know, not a star receiver or anything, and they don't have much else. The O-line isn't as good as it once was, and the defense is okay. So I just don't see many wins. I think they'll split with the Texans. I think, you know, they'll find a couple wins, beat the Bucks probably. Maybe yeah. they beat the Rivers. Falcons, maybe Panthers, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I just think this is really they they don't expect to do much this year. This is just really you to develop Anthony Richardson. So mm-hmm. as long as he progresses throughout the season, it was really a good season for them. Yeah, I agree. I actually have the exact same. I have them at four and thirteen. I actually have been picking up three divisional wins. Um, I have them. Let's see. I think I'm sweeping. No, I'm splitting the Texans. And in fact, I do have them sweeping the Titans. Um, so I, I just think the Colts, like you said, I think their hire of Shane Duncan second was great. Watched him a lot in Philadelphia. Wonderful play caller. Seems to do very well as a leader. And he's perfect for Anthony Richardson, um, especially in that offense that he's going to kind of try to establish. Outside of Anthony Richardson and Michael Pittman, and like you said, I don't think John, I, I don't think Jonathan Taylor is ever going to play for them again. Um, and outside of those guys, I mean, they just do not have a lot of top end talent on this roster. Uh, DeForest Buckner is good but it's kind of the only great star in their defense i mean isaiah rogers was really up and coming but got suspended for gambling and now is on the eagles so when it's just it's going to be a multi-year rebuilding process for them so honestly i think divisional wins would be a great moral victory for them um but yeah i have them four and 13 picking up two wins against the titans and winning against texans and elsewhere i think they'll beat the bucks off the bye so that's what i've got for them and then third place in the division caleb i assume you've gone with the other young qb but let me know why yeah, I did. I went with the Texans. I have them going five and twelve. 
And it, it, it really is similar to the Colts. You know, young QB, you don't expect to have playoff hopes, especially mm-hmm. in the AFC that's just so brutal. Mm-hmm. If CJ Stroud can just get better throughout the season and look like he can be your franchise QB, you know, it's a win. D'Amico mm-hmm. Lyons, you know, he's a defensive coach. I don't know if I'll help CJ Stroud the way I think Shane Steichen could help Anthony Richardson, but I still think he's going to be a pretty good head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Texans have a little bit of talent. You know, they, they have... Damian Pierce in the backfield, who I think is pretty good. They uh, got Dalton Schultz at tight end, who I think would be pretty good. Uh, and obviously on the defensive side, they got Will Anderson, uh, so, yeah. who I think should be good. So the defense with D'Amico Lyons, Will Anderson, should be improved. I think the defense will be improved, and I think that's why I have them, you know, improving a little bit going 5-12. and 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, But the offense, I don't know, C.J. Stroud, I think he'll be okay. You know, he's pretty accurate, but there's just not a lot of, like, special there. Uh, and, and they just don't have a lot of weapons. So, obviously, trading Brandon Cook. So, it's really – it is. It's similar to the Colts. I think you just want to see C.J. Stroud kind of improve throughout the season. And if you can pick up a few wins along the way doing so, I think you, you, you're pretty happy. Yeah, um, I agree with a lot of what you just said. I have them 5 of 12 as well and third in the division. I, I was I'm higher on Stroud than most people. I know he's got the Ohio State label on him. Um, obviously that takes a lot away from him, but I'm I'm higher on him than most people. I think um he can certainly have a, a very successful and productive NFL career, but it's gonna start, it's really gonna start this year. We're gonna see how he operates in a situation that might not be the best. Um I, I felt pretty good about their offensive line and then Titus Howard got hurt. So I think Stroud's gonna be in a little bit of trouble back there at least until Howard comes back. But like you said, Damian Pierce is quite talented. They've got Dalton Schultz, Robert Woods. I mean, they've got some veteran guys uh, who we've seen make a difference in the past. And I think Will Anderson is flying under the radar. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of a number three pick talked about less. Like you mentioning him now is the first mention I've heard of him almost all offseason since he got drafted. Uh, He's an an exceptional talent. Uh, He's far and away the best defensive player in the draft. And he, in a D'Amico Ryan system, could really, really succeed. And so I think I'm very intrigued to see what he does on the defensive side of the ball this year. He seems like, I'm not sure if he's the odds-on favorite for defensive player of the year, but he could certainly uh, make a run at the award and win it. So I'm really intrigued by what the Texans have this year. I just think they're a little too raw and they don't have as many roster holes filled as they'd like. So I've gone five to 12. Second in the division, Caleb. Now this is where it really comes down. I think we've got two teams really fighting it out for the top of this division. So who do you think is going to be second and why? Yeah, second, I have the Tennessee Titans, but I have them going nine and eight, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, a little bit higher. I think, you know, they were seven and three before, you know, Ryan Tannehill was pretty much hurt the rest of the year. So, yeah. you know, they probably, they would have, not probably, they would have won the division if he didn't get hurt last year. So I think they're being slept on a little bit. Getting DeAndre Hopkins is a good add. If he can stay healthy, I still think he's a really good receiver. We know the defense is going to be good. They got Harold Landry back from injury, which is going to make it even better. And they still have Derrick Henry, who should. Maybe maybe he'll fall off. He probably will eventually, but I'm still going to assume he's going to be really good this year. So I look at the schedule, and it's, it's, it's really for an AFC team not too bad, obviously. You get the Texans twice and the Colts twice. They get the Bucks, Panthers, Falcons, Saints, you know, the NFC South. That's not bad. Uh Seahawks at home, uh, it could be a win. Uh, Ravens on a neutral side is possible. Chargers at home, so and Bengals at home. So, like, all their toughest games are at home, mm-hmm. a lot of them. So, 
Um, I don't know. I just feel like, is this going to be another pretty like average team? Yeah. They're not a Super Bowl contender. I don't have them in the playoffs even, but Mike Vrabel, I mean, he's not going to be a coach of an awful team. Yeah. And I think when, and when Ryan Tannehill plays, the Titans win games. They do. So I think uh, I think they are being slept on a little bit, but I, I want nine and eight because the AFC is just really brutal. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think Vrabel's kind of the ultimate floor raiser. I think you're cheating off my screen because I have the nine and eight as well. Um, <laughs> but again, I don't have them in the playoffs. You, you, you really need 10 wins to even have a shot at the playoffs in the NFC. Uh, sorry, in the AFC. And like you said, I agree with a lot of things you said. They were a pretty good team before Tannehill got hurt. And for all his flaws, Tannehill in Tennessee has led to to winning he's led to games being won um and like you said schedule is really not that difficult i understand i'm like i'm kind of hating on them by having them drop to the colts but i mean i think they'll beat the ravens in europe um i think they'll pick up a, a win against the falcons at home coming off that bye that's nice um they can beat the chargers at home in my opinion i mean this is a team that's got top end talent not a lot of it but enough of it and a good enough head coach to make some noise and I think they'll be in the playoff hunt up until the last week of the season. I don't think this team is bad by any stretch of the imagination. And hey, listen, I have them going nine and eight and still dropping two games to the Colts and one of the Texans. So if they can handle the stuff within their own division, this team could absolutely win the division. I mean, Jacksonville on top of them, still quite young. You never know if they could kind of expose themselves, leave the door open to some regression and allow Tennessee to take back the division. But I think, like you said, they're being slept on a little bit. Um, this team obviously isn't very flashy but they've got the tools it takes to succeed, especially with Mike Vrabel in charge. So I'm interested to see what they do this year. I think it should be a pretty uh, different season in Tennessee just because they don't have the expectations they usually do. But nine and eight, I think, is a perfectly you know acceptable average record. And especially if a couple things break their way, they could sneak into the playoffs as the seventh seed. Now, this leaves us with the same division winner. So, Caleb, tell me why you've gone with the Jacksonville Jags uh, to win the AFC South. Yeah, I went with the Jazz. Obviously, I have them going eleven and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two games better than last year, and it really is a mostly a momentum thing. I mean, they were really good second half of the season. I really, obviously, love Doug Peterson as the coach. I think Trevor Lawrence is just going to continue to get better. I think he's probably going to be a top five QB this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big thing, though, I mean, because I know you know, it it was close. They weren't that great last year they did kind of luck in the division title by Tannehill getting hurt and getting to face Josh Dobbs in the last week of the season but yeah the reason I have them a big reason I have them taking a somewhat of a leap I guess a little bit is Calvin Ridley I, I think that is I don't see him talked about it a lot as an addition I think he's going to be like a top 10 receiver this year uh, I think he's going to be fantastic a true number one receiver for Trevor Lawrence I think is going to do a lot for him and his growth. So I think, you know, the defense is going to be okay. Trayvon Walker, remember, he was the number one pick. Yeah. Kind of forget that. But um, yeah, so he, he should be good. But the offense, the offense is going to be really, really good, I think. And in a division where they have a lot of winnable games, even if they're not special at many places, which I don't think they are, I think if they can just continue to grow the offense – they they have a good enough QB coach and weapons where they'll they'll win a lot they'll they'll win a lot of games especially in this division so I think eleven and six division winner in playoffs for them yeah I have them ten and seven but uh, division winner in the playoffs listen I have I have a track record of not being as high on Trevor Lawrence as other people. 
but I certainly think this is a perfect situation for him to take a, a good leap into the top five QBs in the league. Like you said, Calvin Ridley being acquired should not uh, go under the radar at all. I mean, come on. When he last played, a lot of people thought, even though he was in a bad situation, he was an excellent receiver. And there was arguments to be made that he was a top 10 receiver in the NFL. And now that he's back, he's two years older. He's just been off the field working out for a year, kind of avoiding injury. And he's he's back. He's ready. He's in a system with a QB that's going to push the ball downfield. Uh, and, and a guy like Doug Peterson who's really going to, I think, operate the offense with some freedom. Uh, he's in a really good situation to succeed. And I think this entire Jags offense is in a situation to succeed. So I'm very intrigued to see how they'll do, especially into the second half of the season when they get to these important games with like, fellow you know playoff teams they got the Ravens Bengals um they play the Browns as well and of course they play the Titans twice in the last seven weeks of the season so that should be interesting on the defensive side of the ball like you said Trayvon Walker was the first overall pick two years ago that's kind of weird to think about because he just like hasn't really lit the world on fire but then again he he's done what they've asked him to do I mean he was an odd first he's not first overall pick anyway um yeah but you know, he could just have a productive career, and that's all I ask from him. I think they'd like for him to hit double-digit sacks this year. You never know. He tends to be on the field more on third downs and not necessarily on the field in those early downs. He can't run stop as much as they'd like. But at the end of the day, this Jags team is pretty good. It's better than it was last year, and last year they won the division. So I think there's no reason they can't do it again. Uh, so I have them 10-7 and seven and winning the division. Four seed in the conference for me. Um, and let's go to... Hmm, Next, let's go to the AFC East. Now, Kale, this division should be quite good this year. Um, you've got three teams really competing for a playoff spot, and then you've got the Patriots. But the biggest question mark of all is the Jets. Uh, they've made all these additions. So let's start in last place. Last place in the AFC East. Who do you think is there and why? Yeah, last place I have the New England Patriots, and I have them going 6-11, and 11, which I don't like honestly mm-hmm. but i just look at their schedule and i just it's so tough i just don't see a lot of wins i mean opening against the eagles is pretty brutal mm-hmm. uh and then they face the dolphins who they have struggled with a lot the past few years then you have jets on the road cowboys on the road saints who if you saw the nfc preview i think is going to be a good team mm-hmm. raiders but it's on the road bills dolphins and then you get a little bit of an easy but then you got Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, Broncos on the road, Bills, Jets. Like, that is a really tough schedule. And I just think Mac Jones is the worst quarterback in most of their games. And he doesn't have the offensive talent around him to elevate. So even though they improved at OC because they have a OC that actually does offense now, but (laughs) I just, I I don't know. I just don't see where that offense is going to be able to pick up more than at six wins. I mean, Commanders, Colts, you should be able to win those games. But even the Commanders we talked about could be a decent team. So I just I struggled to find wins, and I gave them six out of respect for Belichick and that defense. But I just don't think in, in today's NFL with that tough of a schedule and with all the great quarterbacks and offenses that you face, I just think Mac Jones and especially just that lack of talent at the weapon positions – I just think it's going to be tough for them to win games. Yeah, um, I agree. And there's just one thing I disagree about. I have them 6-11, and 11 and I feel good about it. And I, I understand Belichick's going to have a good defense, but my biggest doubts just come down to Mac Jones and an offensive scheme. I mean, Ramontre Stevenson's a good running back, but even with a good running back, they always go running back by committee. They have an OC that's actually an OC now. 
But I just my doubts just really come back to Mount Jones. I'm not sure if he's an elevator um, and I'm not sure if he's someone that can really raise the floor of an offense. And with the hard schedule you mentioned, I mean, I had to give them some some pity wins. I mean, I have them, you know, yeah. splitting with the Dolphins, which is what they usually do. But the Dolphins are a much more talented team than they are. Um, I mean, I, I gave them one over the commanders, even though I'm pretty high on the commanders this year. I gave them a win on the road against the Steelers because I just thought, you know, short week, second year QB. That's kind of what Belichick thrives on. And I gave them a pity win in the last week of the season against the Jets because I just they needed to hit six somehow. And so I, I understand the respect that, you know, Belichick deserves and garners just from being in the league for so long. But it's just hard for me to look at their offense, especially in an AFC that just seems to be in an arm race of QBs. It's hard for me to look at their offense with this kind of middling, mediocre guy under center and to confidently say they'll win more than six games and they'll be in games that are high scoring. Because I think the only way they win games is if the over under is under 40. It's just I just don't see a reality where they can put up more than 24 points a game, 20 points a game, even especially with a roster that kind of is dwindling on offense. The offensive line still has a lot of questions. Mac can't really hit a lot of the throws you'd like for him to. Um, the running game is going to be good. I think if they just gave the ball to Ramondre Stevenson 20 times a game, they'd be in good shape running the ball. But they just never really do that. It's always running back by committee thing for them. Um, and then on the outside, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyquan Thornton, like, are we sure that that's really going to do a lot? I understand they've got good tight ends. They always do. But I just I just don't see this team picking up a lot of points, especially when they play opponents because they play opponents who score the ball a lot. It's Belichick can only do so much and they're going to have to keep it close with him. Uh, so for that reason, I just I got to give him six and 11. And I, and I don't even feel that bad about it because I they have to, the fall off has to happen at some point. I've been predicting the wheels falling off the bus for about three years now. And they've they've scraped these seven and these eight win seasons. And I think this is the year it's got to bottom out. Honestly, Caleb, I can see Belichick just kind of leaving after this year. The Patriots sort of yeah. asking him to retire, him being like, sure, I was going to retire anyway. And just like they they draft a QB, they get rid of Mac. Belichick's gone and it's just a new era in New England because it feels like the post Brady, the post Brady era has just been just been weird and odd. And it's just been them kind of just like this with this hodgepodge of QBs and and DCs and OCs and, and these guys that really aren't getting the job done. Um, so I think the Patriots go six and 11. I have them 12th in the conference. And that leaves me to third in the division. I have kind of a surprise pick here, though, but I'll go for you, Caleb. Who do you have third in the AFC East? Okay, so third I have the Dolphins, mm -hmm. and I have them going nine and eight. And this mm -hmm. is a NFC, AFC, all of it. This is probably the pick I'm least confident. Interesting. Because they are a really talented roster. I just don't know. I mean, I couldn't have every team in the AFC winning 11, 12 games. Yeah. I just, I couldn't. So I feel like when I was kind of just picking apart, I was like, I guess I'll kind of take the Dolphins to take a hit because I don't know if two is going to stay healthy. I mean, that's been an issue since college. And now last year it became a concussion issue, which gets it even more serious because if he gets one like upper body injury at, at all this season, it's they're going to feel like they're going to have to keep him out a long time. So I don't know. It's and if he misses games, I mean, you have Mike White, but I don't know. I I think Mike White in that brutal division and conference. I don't think even with the talent, he can win a lot of games. So I don't know. I mean, it's just it's a brutal schedule. I mean, it's Chargers on the road, it's Patriots on the road. You got Bills obviously twice, Eagles, Chiefs, uh, you know, Jets twice. 
Ravens on the road. Cowboys should be, you know, always a pretty good team. So I don't know. I just, oh yeah, Eagles on the road too. It's just, I don't know. I mean, and even when two is healthy, I mean, I love Mike McDaniel and I think that system is obviously similar to the Shanahan system. So it's very QB friendly, but even then, I've never been a believer that Tua will ever be like this fantastic QB. I know last year, before the injury set in, he was getting a lot of hype. I, I don't think he's ever going to be an amazing QB that can elevate a team. Yeah. Uh, but he'll, he'll be fine, especially with the weapons around him. He'll be good. But I just don't know how many games he's going to play. So in a conference that's just so competitive, even if Tua misses a couple games, that can really set you back. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I've actually gone one game worse. I have them eight and nine. Um, and it's just, it's for the exact same reason. I think they're a good roster. I think they're talented. I have some concerns with Tua, but everybody can't make the playoffs in the AFC. That's exactly. just how That's it what goes. It is. There's going to be really good teams miss. Really good. I, yeah. Teams. And there's going to be really good teams because just like we were saying, like the top tier teams in the AFC. They're all exceptional, but they're not going to have these insane records just because they're going to beat each other up. The same goes for the second tier in the AFC. The Dolphins are a very, very good team. They are not an eight and nine team, but just based on who they play and my confidence in them in these games, I think they're going to go eight and nine, even though if they're in the NFC, they probably win 10 or 11 games. It's just kind of the sad reality of which conference you play in. Um, and, and I all of my doubts are for the same reason. This team just seems to be hanging on by a thread injury-wise. I mean, Ramsey's already out almost the whole season. Um, and and yeah. that, for me, I know Ramsey has kind of fallen off recently, but I still that leaves me with some doubts about their defense. On the offensive side, two has shown that he's getting better, and I think he's got like a, an encouraging, fresh attitude. But I, I just worry about him staying healthy. I mean, those are some brutal concussions last year, Caleb. And and I think it's going to be hard to readjust his NFL career after those. And so, again, Mike White is fine. But let's be honest, Mike White's like a cult hero. Like, he really never did much outside of, like, two games for the Jets. And if he played anywhere yeah. but New York, I don't think anybody would know his name. It's just the fact that he was doing it in a big market. Everybody thought it was really cool. So I think in a division that's that's gotten stronger above them with the Jets getting better and the Bills getting better and a conference in general that's gotten stronger, I just feel like the Dolphins are the team to not necessarily catch up. And, and this is with – I have them beating the Chiefs. I have them beating the Chiefs in uh, in Germany. And it, even with that, I think they go 8-9. and nine. I mean, I've got them – I've picked up wins against the Raiders, uh, Titans, the Jets once, uh, Patriots once. I think they split with the Patriots. Uh, Panthers, Giants, I have them winning those games. Broncos, I have them winning that game. Their losses, though, it just feels like their losses are almost too obvious. I mean, Ravens on the road, le- really close to the end of the season, that's a quite a hard game to win, especially in Baltimore. Dallas coming to visit them, I could see them losing that game. I, the Commanders off a long week, I could see them losing to the Commanders. Um, the Jets, I think they'll split. The Eagles are probably the best, most talented team in football. Uh, the Bills, the Bills, outside of a freaky game last year when it was like 100 degrees for no reason, the Bills have, have really played the Dolphins pretty well. Um, and so yeah. I, I think the Bills have the edge. I think the Bills sweep them. And, and then I think they could they could lose to the Chargers week one. I mean, it's just this team is talented, but their schedule is just too hard for me to give them the benefit of the doubt. And they just haven't shown me enough in the past for me to say I am confident in Tua Tagovailoa to outplay QBs that are better than him. And for that reason, someone's going to have to fall off. I've given them eight and nine. I feel bad because I think they're a good team, but I'm still confident in the pick nonetheless because this conference is just too good. So Dolphins eight and nine for me, Dolphins nine and eight for you. I'm assuming we have the same division winner. So that means we have the same second place. But who have you gone with second place in the AFC East? 
Yeah, second place I went with the New York Jets. I have them going ten and seven, and that is good enough for them to sneak into the seven seed via tiebreaker. I don't know what tiebreaker they've been. The the seven seed, but nonetheless, the the, the playoff predictor sheet has seven seed via tiebreaker. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, we we know about the Jets. They are flashy this year. They are getting so much hype. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, you bring in a first ballot Hall of Famer who's still a top 10 quarterback in the league. Um, and when you go from Zach Wilson, Mike White, whatever, to that, I mean, it makes sense that you're going to have a lot of hype because mm-hmm. there's a lot of talent, especially on the defense. Quinnen Williams, Sauce Gardner is just fantastic. Yeah. And they're still young. So I don't think we're going to see like the defense is going to be like, oh, well, it's probably not going to be as good again. It's young. So I think it will be as good again. Um, and then the the they have the best backfield in the league with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. I mean, that's two potentially top ten running backs. I don't think any other team has that. Uh, and then the receiver. I mean, Alan Lazard. He's he, he likes Alan Lazard. He can be a good receiver, two, three, whatever. Good with Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson is going to have a big season. He's really good. Mm-hmm. So it was like, on the one hand, I was like, yeah, this team just has so much noise around them. And I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is the lead anymore. And I don't know, you know, how good Robert Hall. I think he's an okay coach, but Robert Hall, I don't think he's like a great coach. And so it was like, it was hard because it was like, I could see this going sideways. I really could. But I mean, they went seven and 10 last year with just, I just, I, I went back to that. They went 7-10 and 10 with just bad, bad quarterback play. And Brees Hall. I mean, they were 7-3 and three when he went hurt, when he got hurt. So if he mm-hmm. comes back, he should be, you know, that's a big part of the offense. So if they can stay healthy, it's just there's too much talent. Even in a great AFC, you take that roster. If Aaron Rodgers can just be, you know, top 10, which I think he can be, I I think they win 10 games, and I think they can sneak into the playoffs. But it's going to be close. It could go sideways. It's going to be last week of the season. They have at Browns, at Patriots last two weeks. That's going to be for the playoffs, I think. Yeah. Uh, But I just look at the roster, and I just think there's just too much talent, too much talent for them to just not improve off the last year. I agree. Um, I think I have them 10 and 7, 7 seed, winning a tiebreaker with the Ravens. Um, Oops, spoiler alert. Uh, But – Again, Rodgers, is he leaning anymore? I'm not sure. But at least we know his floor. He's still an above-average QB. And I think that's all this Jets team needs. And I think if they make the playoffs, it's not going to be off the back of their offense. It's going to be off the back of their defense, Caleb. This defensive unit is really, really good. And we talk about how hard it is to carry over defensive performance year after year a lot. But, dude, my God, with Robert Sala as the head coach, they've got young, athletic talent in all three levels of the defense. I mean, Jermaine Johnson is great and barely even played last year because they had so many guys in front of him. So he's going to get it back. He's going to play more. I mean, this Jets team is just so talented. And I think this is finally their year. Like, it's it feels inevitable at a certain point that they're going to get it together. On top of all that, their schedule really isn't that hard. I have them starting the season with a bit of a Lissanity run. I know I've mentioned losses to the Chiefs a lot. People are going to think I might have the Chiefs with like nine wins. Trumps me. I don't. But like I haven't beaten the Chiefs in week four. I mean, I think they're going to start with a bit of like a a crazy momentum run, get everyone excited. Because I mean, they always do that. It's Jets. They always start like 4-0. 
but then, you know, I, they can beat the Giants. They can beat the Chargers at home. They can beat the Dolphins, uh, Falcons, and Texans all at home. That's a really easy home stand for them. Um, and then I have them losing to the Commanders and then beating the Browns and losing to the Patriots. So I kind of have them faltering down the stretch. I only have them winning one out of their last four games. But at the end of the day, this team is still good enough, and I think they're going to have a good enough middle of the season and a good enough start of the season to kind of set themselves up to somewhat glide into the playoffs towards the end. Because with an, with an average to above average QB, uh, a, a star receiver and two good running backs and a great defense, that's really all you need to succeed in today's modern NFL. Obviously, the offensive line could be better, but Mekhi Becton has not hurt himself so far. So that's always encouraging when you're a Jets fan. Um, but I, I think that they'll still they'll still be a talented team and they'll just take that next step uh, under Rogers under Sala. And, and I think this is a team that could, I'm not sure make noise in the playoffs, but they're at least going to get there uh, because they can pick up wins where they're the better team. Cause Rogers is going to be the better QB in a fair bit of their matchups. So jets 10 and seven, this leaves us with the same division winner. So Caleb, how and why have you gone with Buffalo at your third overall pick? Yeah, I want Buffalo winning the division, but not by a lot. Just I have them going 11 and 6, uh, getting the three seed. Yep. Uh, honestly, I, a little behind the scenes look. Uh, before, I mean, when I just did my quick gut reaction run through before I made my tweaks, I had the Bills like 9 and 8, missing the playoffs. Yep. Um, because I don't know. I mean, they just end, I mean, they, they had a stinker to end the season in the playoffs. That was a stinker. Yeah, trust me, I watched um, the whole game. Dis- and I just, class. I mean, they obviously, what, going into last season, I think they were the Super Bowl favorites. Yep. So they, they didn't really kind of, you know, make meet expectations there. So I don't know if their momentum is going in a great direction right now. But still, you have Josh Allen, you have Stephon Diggs, although that's, you know, he's been a little upset this offseason, which isn't great, but still he's going to play. He's going to be there. Uh, so when you have that and you have a good defense, it is aging a little bit. Von Miller's out for the first four games. Don't love that. But it's still going to be a good defense with Sean McDermott and, and the talent that they have. So it's real. it was just really hard to have a top five quarterback miss the playoffs. I think that's what it came down to. Yeah. But it, it would not shock me if they did because the schedule's tough. I mean, at Jets to open the season. Then you got you know, Raiders, Commanders should be wins, but then Dolphins, Jags uh, on a neutral side, although London, I mean, that'll probably be what? In that London's the Jacksonville team, I guess. So yeah, maybe it'll and be the Jags play in London the, the week before. So they've been in London yeah. for a week before that game, yeah. Yeah, then, you know, Giants, Patriots should be wins, Bucks, but then you play Bengals on the road. Uh, you got Jets. This is a brutal stretch right here. Jets, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers. Uh, that's, you know, they're going to take a couple losses there. So I don't know. I mean, the running game is still a little eh. The offensive mm-hmm. line is kind of eh. And I think the defense will be a little bit worse than it's been the past few years. But as long as you have, you know, they still have talent and a top five QB. So I cannot say too many bad things about the Bills because uh, I think just based off that, they're going to win games. So I've been going 11 and six. But honestly, I don't really see him as a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, uh, I'm the, I'm in the exact same spot. I, I had them. I actually, when I was doing my gut picks, I, I had the the Jets. Like I looked over and I was like, oh my god, the Jets are winning the division, and that that's not going to happen. So um, I had to go and do some adjusting. I think this Bills team is good. I think because they had such a bad end of the year last year, I think they're getting slightly underrated. Just because I think everybody's saying, you know, okay, they they stink. They had such a bad end of the season last year. 
people forget this is still a very good regular season team with Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. Um, they still always win a lot of games. So, I mean, I have them 11 and six, third in the conference. Um, but like you said, I think they're they're not going to beat a lot of teams that are on their tier. I think a lot of their wins are going to come against worse teams. I haven't beaten the Raiders, Commanders, Dolphins once. Uh, actually, sorry, Dolphins twice. Uh, Jags once. I haven't winning that Jags game because I needed them to find a win somewhere. I'm not really sure. I'm not very confident in that at all. Um, but I just I had them get, trying to get a win somewhere. They could beat the Giants. They could beat the Patriots probably twice. Um, but I mean, I have them losing to the Bengals, to the Broncos, with Broncos coming off a bye, losing to the Eagles, losing to the Chiefs, losing to the Chargers. I mean, there, there's teams that are on their tier that are going to beat them, I think, all season. But the Bills under McDermott and Allen have been a good enough regular season team to just kind of beat up on the guys they're worse than and get that three seed. Could they lose in the first round of the playoffs? Absolutely. This team is really, really susceptible. I think we're starting to see a lot of doubt arise in that building, and we're starting to see, especially, I mean, you and I call this, Dable leaving last year was a much bigger deal than people wanted to give it credit it does, for. It does, it hurt. And now people are kind of acknowledging that that was pretty bad, a pretty big step back for them. And so now the biggest question is, how are they going to rebound? Because Dable, it's just, they, Dable clearly meant a lot to this organization, and with him gone, they're really going to have to do it themselves. And I think it'll be interesting to see how Allen can get better because he kind of regressed a tiny bit last year without that guy in the building. So I think it's going to be up to him and him only to not rely on the support around him and to really have a good season. And he could prove a lot of people wrong. If Josh Allen comes out firing on all cylinders, plays like an MVP, the Bills win 13 games, he could get crowned MVP and they could have a really, really good season. I mean, this is a make or break year for them. But at the end of the day, I just think they've, they've probably, there's going to be a shell of themselves after last season, after what such a disappointing end that was to a year that had so much expectations. So I've gone with 11 and six for the Bills, winning the division, uh, but getting the three seed in the conference. We can uh, zip on over now to the AFC West. Uh, Caleb, this team, this division is, I think, pretty defined in terms of its order, but the records are a better question. So last place in the AFC West, who do you think is there? Yeah, this is another one I don't feel great about. I have Raiders fourth. That's not what I don't feel great about. I think I'm confident that they'll finish last, but I have them going four and thirteen. Wow. And don't yeah, I know. I don't love that because they got a lot of talent, obviously. Jimmy Garoppolo, when he's healthy, is you know, he's fine. Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, that's a lot of talent. Uh, but I don't know. I don't like Josh McDaniels as a, as a head coach. I just and and I don't think Garoppolo is going to stay healthy. So I think when you look at that, I mean, bad coach, you know, average quarterback who's probably going to miss games. I think that's not going to cut it in this division in this conference. I think their talent alone could get them, you know, to maybe five hundred in the NFC. But I you need more than that in this conference. So. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I struggled to find wins. I did. I think at Broncos, you know, maybe they'll split with the Broncos. I have that. But then at Bills, Steelers, at Chargers, you know, maybe they can beat the Packers, but I don't know. Maybe they can beat the Patriots, but then you got at Bears. That's that's kind of tough. At Lions, you know, Giants should be okay. Jets, Dolphins, Chiefs, Vikings are good. Then obviously Chiefs again, Chargers. You know, that that is just there's a lot of games where the it's similar to the Patriots. It's similar to the Patriots where they just a lot of games are gonna have the worst quarterback and their defense I still don't trust. And obviously, unlike the Patriots, I don't like the coach either. So I think in this conference, if you are iffy on both the coach and the quarterback, even if you have a lot of talent in, in other spots, I just don't know if you can get a lot of wins. So I could be wrong if you know. I would not be surprised if the Raiders, you know, Jimmy G can stay healthy and the offense is really good and they can go like eight and they can win like eight games. 
but I don't know. I, I have to see it to believe it. So it was just, I had to pick somebody because they, you know, somebody to be bad. If I want to give all these other AFC teams a lot of wins, somebody's yeah. going to have to suffer for it. Yeah. And I went with the waiters just folks. You would not trust in the coach and the quarterback. I mean, I understand. I, I gave them six wins. They were, for me, they were like gut at three and I had to get, bounce them up. Um, I think they could pick up. I have their wins coming against the Packers, the Patriots, Giants, Jets, um, and Chargers. I have them. Well, I think they'll split with the Chargers and have beat the Colts. So uh, for a lot of the similar reasons you said, I actually trust Jimmy G more than most people. That being said, do I trust? I don't. Him I don't trust his health. Yeah, I'm that's kind of that's literally what I was about to say. Is I just I I trust him in the game. I don't trust him to stay healthy. That being said, their offensive weapons are pretty good. Um, I mean, I understand they lost Waller, but I mean, Mike or Michael Meyer is a, a great pickup at, at tight end. I think he's, yeah, I thought he was quite a good. Rounder. He's yeah, I agree. Good. I was disappointed. The Bengals didn't take him. Um, they've got good receivers. Jacoby Myers, uh, Devonte Adams, Hunter Renfro, great threesome there. Um, Josh Jacobs at a, is excellent running back. And now that he's happy and paid at least for one year, he should be invested. He should be running hard. The offensive line and the defense are obviously the biggest questions, but my biggest doubt comes back to just Josh McDaniels as a head coach. And we talked about this last year, but I just, I don't think he's a good head coach. And I just, I'm shocked. He keeps getting these jobs. He just keeps, he, he's got his, he's got his new England guy in their center now. So we'll see what he can do with them, but he just does not have a track record of much success in these situations. And it's, it's hard for me to give him the benefit of the doubt. And so for that reason, I've got him six and 11. I mean, I had to scrape to give them wins, but at the end of the day, this team just it has too many holes for me to take them extremely seriously, especially in a loaded AFC. Could they win the NFC South? Absolutely. Could they be yeah. a wild card team in the NFC North? Maybe. Could they be a wild card team in, in the NFC East? Probably. I mean, it's just in a tough conference like the AFC, and with a little too many doubts for me to feel super confident in them, especially in a hard division. I've got to give him six and 11. And I think that's being a little bit generous. I just didn't want to set the floor too low because to be fair to him, Jimmy G raises the floor a lot. When he stays healthy, they people tend to win games with him. Um, and especially with the talent they have at wide out. Um, it's, it's hard for me to just lose all confidence, confidence in this offense, but it is quite easy for me to lose all confidence in Josh McDaniels. So this should be, uh, I think a transition season for the Raiders. I could see McDaniels going after this year, but they did give Jimmy G that massive contract. So I think they might keep the two of them around for a while. Um, but we'll see, especially in a division that's going to be ruled by the Chiefs for as long as Mahomes is in it. Um, they're going to have to find a way to kind of scrape to like a nine win uh, third place team in the division that can get the seven seed because that's really the only path to the playoffs in that division right now. So Raiders go six and 11 um, and set the table uh, for yet another high pick. So after the Raiders in fourth, this leaves. I think a lot of people have kind of picked the same order for this division, but Caleb third place. Who have you gone with in the AFC? <laughs> yep, third place, I went with the Denver Broncos. I have them going eight and nine. So mm -hmm. improvement off of last year because it has to be better. I mean, Russell Wilson has to be better than he was last year. Really, the offense as a whole has to be better. Sean Payton's a really good coach, but I still don't know if the team can just in this conference, we I say that so many times, but in this conference specifically, just be able to get over the hump and into the playoffs because while Russell Wilson will be better, I don't know if he'll be great. I don't really think he'll be great. I think he'll be fine. Um, And then, you know, they've probably got hit harder by training camp injuries more than anyone. I mean, it's true. Jerry Judy is going to be out for maybe a couple games. Uh, Tim Patrick's out for the season. Again, that's terrible. I just, 
And then the defense. I mean, the defense is going to be good. Pat Sutain is fantastic. Broncos always have a good defense. Mm-hmm. But if you have a fine quarterback and a, you know, offense that's okay, I guess. Javante Williams coming off an injury. The O-line is okay, but not great. I, I don't know. I mean, the the schedule, again, is, is pretty tough. I mean, you get Raiders, Commanders, both at home to start the season. That's nice. But then it's Dolphins, Bears on the road, and then Jets, Chiefs. You get Packers, but then Chiefs again. At the Bills, Vikings, Browns, should be. I think will be okay. Uh, at Chargers, at Lions. So there's a lot of just tough games where I think even if Russell Wilson is pretty good, which I think he will be, it's not enough to get them over the hump. So eight nine, you know, eight nine would be abs- eight nine in the AFC would absolutely be playoff team caliber in the NFC if you give them an NFC schedule. Yeah, but I just think that there's not just quite enough juice for them to get to the playoffs. And Sean Payton, I mean, going from Nathaniel Hackett to Sean Payton is about as big of an upgrade in, in a one year span as you can get. And that's definitely why I have they, I know they're going to be better than they were last year. But I just still, I don't know. There's just something I don't think the offense or, for what, or the roster really as a whole is just going to quite be there enough uh, to, to get into the playoffs in the AFC. Yeah, and I agree with what you said. I have them 8-9 as well. I mean, it just feels like a lot of these third-place teams in the AFC would be second-place teams in the NFC. It's just kind of the way that schedule balances out. And hey, like you said, big coaching upgrade for them. Uh, I mean, I was never the biggest Sean Payton guy, but he's a good head coach. He wins games, and so he raises the floor a little bit. My biggest concerns, though, they lie in Russell Wilson. Like, I understand Hackett was terrible, but are we sure what we saw out of Wilson last year is not what we're going to get this year? Like, I feel like that's just kind of who he is now. He's just he's just old. I mean, and since the finger injury in, in Seattle, he also fell off the end of that season as well. Like, he honestly hasn't had a good run of like four or more games since 2020. And I think he's the, I don't know, Caleb, he, he's just getting old and he can't run like he used to. And he's still got that good deep ball. Um, but it's just in an offensive scheme that relies on quick passes like Peyton's does. I, I just, I worry with Russell Wilson's longevity in this offense and they don't have much of a backup plan. Um, so really, I, I just, I think the defense is going to be good because it always is. They have enough talent. Um, Sean Payton's going to get a, get more out of Russell Wilson than Nathaniel Hackett could, but I just worry that we've seen the best of Russ, and I don't think he's really going to get back yeah. to what he once was. I feel like last year is kind of an indicator of where he's going to be this year, maybe a little bit better. Um, so, again, could this team pick up big wins? Yes. Uh, God, I'm so sorry, Kansas City. I feel like I've highlighted only your losses, but I do have them beating the Chiefs once. Um, just because that just seems like a big, they're gonna. It's gonna be like their Super Bowl. They're gonna really get up for it. Um, they're gonna beat the Chiefs. I haven't beaten the Jets. Good win. Um, I haven't beaten the Browns, Patriots, Chargers, uh, Raiders. But I think they're also susceptible to losing to bad teams. Um, I haven't losing to the Packers yeah. when they're at home. Losing to the Lions. Losing to the Texans. Uh, losing to the Vikings. This is just I lose, losing to the Bears, the Commanders. I mean, I think this team is gonna be extremely hit or miss. And obviously Peyton raises the floor, but he also, I think, uh, creates maybe a little bit more volatility in the building because the expectations are definitely high. Obviously not as high as they were last year, but I feel like we've seen like a rebound of the expectations of the Broncos. So now they could get disappointed again. Um, and so eight and nine, I think feels right for them. But yet I just, I just, I worry that I think they could do worse, Caleb. I really think their ceiling is, is nine wins. I just, especially in the hard division they have, especially with the tough uh, schedule they have. I mean, I'm giving them a lot of like, 
like upset wins here. Obviously, I'm giving them some some, some upset losses, but even with all these upset wins, it's still a eight wins on the schedule. So my faith in the Broncos is low. I would like to point out last year, everyone was picking them to make the playoffs and you and I were like, nope, overrated. So that's a, that's a win for the all nine yards podcast, but um, it's just, that leaves them out of the playoffs and the 11 seed. But again, in the NFC, they could probably scrape it in. Uh, okay. Second in the division. I assume we've gone for the same two teams. Caleb um, depends on where you have them seed in the playoffs, but who do you have second in the AFC West? Yeah, second I have expectedly the Chargers, and I have them going ten and seven. And I talked about the mystery team that also went ten and seven, tied the Jets. It's the Chargers, so I have the Chargers technically missing the playoffs via yeah, wow. tiebreaker. Interesting. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough out here, but I mean, I like it. I mean, we talked about it with the Cowboys uh, losing Kellen Moore. I think the Chargers gaining Kellen Moore is going to be really nice for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really comes down to, of course, the tough schedule. And then I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't trust Brandon Staley much as a head coach. I think, you know, I, I feel like they should have fired him last year because I feel like if they would have, they probably would have got Sean Payton. I guess I don't know that for sure, but I feel like they probably would have. So that was a little bit of a miss there. But uh, the, the, the roster is really good. I mean, you have Herbert, who's a great quarterback. You have good weapons, although they're getting aging a little bit. Keenan Allen is starting to age. I, I don't know if he's going to be as good as he has been in the past. They got Quentin Johnson in the first round. He's going to be good, but I don't know how good is a rookie. Eckler is good, although is he going to be, like, top? He was, like, number one in red zone touchdowns or something like that last year. So he, he was really fantastic. I don't know if he'll be that good again. And then the defense, it'll be okay because it's talented, but it's another year older, Cleo Mack, another year older. I just don't know. And the schedule is just so brutal. I mean, Dolphins week one, so we know two is going to be there. That's going to be tough. Titans on the road is always a tough game. Vikings on the road is always tough. Cowboys, Chiefs, obviously twice. At the Jets, Lions, they face the Ravens. Packers is on the road. That's always tough. Patriots on the road. Bills, Broncos twice. I think they'll probably split with that one. Um, so it's just a, it's a lot of tough games, and a lot of their toughest games are on the road, which is never something that you want. So while I like this team a lot, I don't know if I trust the coach enough, and the defense is aging, and the offense a little bit as well. And I mean Justin Herbert, I know he's really good, but he still has never won a playoff game. He blew a twenty-seven to nothing lead in the playoffs yeah. last year. Yeah. So I don't know if he's a quarterback that for whatever reason, however talented he is, he hasn't shown that he, he's a quarterback that can take a team fully over the top. So while I don't feel great about having them technically miss the playoffs, uh I think ten and seven is is pretty appropriate. That's what they've been. I think that's what they went last year, maybe eleven and six. But mm-hmm. I like the Kellen Morat a lot. I do. But uh it's aging roster in some spots a little bit and just a brutal, brutal schedule. Yeah. I mean I hear what you're saying. Um I have them eleven and six. I have them the five seed. Uh which is funny that I'm higher on them than you are because I've been a you know, I've been an, an internal Chargers hater. <laughs> Again, part of me really wanted to, to say that they wouldn't make it. Um, but like you mentioned, they added Kellen Moore, and he's a good offensive coordinator. And Justin Herbert is a top five QB in the league. Um, and a top five QBs in the league, just they just don't mix the playoffs in my mind. And I understand he's got to – I mean, I don't think he's going to win a playoff game. I think the Jaguars pump him again. But um, 
right now, I, I just I have to say the Chargers make it. I mean, their QB is just too good. He's just too good of a quarterback to miss the playoffs. And I understand the defense is aging. Staley's had his moments. But Kellen Moore is a good offensive coordinator. He's going to drop a scheme that's going to allow Herbert to succeed. I don't see this roster being much different than last year's team that won 11 games. Obviously, it's one year older. Um, and you, you're, we're kind of worried about Keenan Allen's ability to stay healthy. But I was really high on Quentin Johnson before the draft. I think he can make a big difference in the second half of the season. So... 11 and six of the chargers. I mean, I, I think they'll pick up some spot losses here and there. Um, I have them splitting with, do I have them splitting with the chiefs? Yeah, I'm splitting with the chiefs cause they always do. Um, which is just, I mean, to be fair though, their game against the chiefs is the last week of the season, which I don't think matters for, um, playoff seating based on yes. how I have it broken down. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think they could lose to the Titans. Like I mentioned, they could lose to the jets. Like I mentioned, I think they'll split with the Raiders and the Broncos, but again, this team, I just, I, Oh my gosh. Justin Herbert is very, very good. He's a top five. Team yeah, he is. He's fifth. In my opinion, he's fifth. And with an offensive coordinator like Kellen Moore, there's, there's no reason that she should not make the playoffs. I mean, okay. I'm going to pull a U game here. He, they, so their quarterbacks, they play are Tua Tannehill, Kirk, uh, Jimmy G, Dak, Mahomes twice, Justin Fields, Rogers, Goff, Jordan Love, Lamar Jackson, Mac Jones, Russell Wilson twice, Garoppolo twice, like, and Josh Allen. He He's maybe worse than two of those guys. Maybe worse than yeah. two of those guys. And yeah. I think he's right on the Josh Allen tier. And I understand other, like, the other quarterbacks have better rosters around them, better defenses, and that's why I've not exactly put them, you know, 12 and 5 or 13 and 4. But I think this will be a good year for the Chargers. I think it would be hilarious if the one year I'm finally like, okay, Chargers, you guys are going to be good this year. They would really suck. That'd be a cruel twist of the knife. It would be it would be Chargers to do that. It would be extremely Chargers to do that. But they, my I mean, my question is circulated on next year because who knows what happens if they don't make the playoffs? Mid-Fire Staley, all that kind of stuff. But I think this year, eleven and six seems to be, in my opinion, a safe route to go. I'm not really sure where their Vegas over under total is set at. Um, I don't know what it is. Chargers over under wins. It's uh, nine and a half. Interesting. Right. So that's lower than I was. I thought it was going to be ten and a half, but I you know I'm I'm hitting the over on that. I don't think they. I don't think that. I don't think they have a losing record. Um. So yeah, but again, it should be a pretty good season for them. Um. Obviously, they're going to play second fiddle to the Chiefs. They always do. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll lose a playoff game, and Justin Herbert's going to get called a playoff loser. I think that's just what's going to happen. Winning the division, we both have the same team. I have, I feel like over the course of these two episodes, I feel bad. I feel like I've slandered them a lot, but I think they're going to be quite good. But yeah, I let me know why you have the Chiefs winning the division. I want to see you crap, but yeah, I have the Chiefs winning. Obviously, I have them going 15 and two. Wow. My uh, God. So I know. And two. Um, I know. I, wow. I mean, I, they're going to, I mean, they're the favorite in every individual game. You know, that doesn't mean they'll, you know, obviously yeah. still. Yeah. The odds that they actually win all those games is incredibly rare, but individually they are favored in every game. And it was again when you have Mahomes and Andy Reid, it, it was really tough to find losses. I think at Jacksonville, week two is where I have one of their losses, mm -hmm. and sense. then I think they could like split with the Chargers or perhaps lose to the Bengals, uh, or something like that. But I don't know. I mean, it, there's not a lot to say. We know what they are. They won the Super Bowl last year. They have the best quarterback. And at least I think in the year 2023, the best coach, I think we'd close Balachek. Uh, and, and a decent defense. Chris Jones is interesting because if he is out for an extended period of time, I would change my prediction and add a couple more losses. 
because yeah. he really is the anchor of that defense. And without him, it's a pretty not great defense. But I just I I trust him. I trust him too much. I think Kelsey. I mean, is going to be again just absolutely elite. Uh, I think Sky Moore. We talked about him before he got drafted. Yep. I like him. I think yep, he's going to have a, yep. a good year. I think he's going to have a, a a second year leap, be a, a number one receiver for him. Uh, and then yeah, so I don't know. I just think it's really really hard to find losses when you have the best quarterback, the best coach, uh, the best tight end, who's basically a top receiver. Um, and as long as Chris Jones plays a decent defense, so. Uh, yeah, I just don't, I know they'll lose a couple games, uh, but, uh, it's, it's tough to find losses. This is going to be once again, a fantastic team. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, I think that what you said makes a lot of sense. I, I have them 12 and five. Um, but... I thought you got them like 10 and seven or something. Like no, you, no, I no, no. It sounded, it sounded that way, but we've just, I've just talked because I mean, like, you know, if you beat the Chiefs, it's like a notable win on your schedule. So I've already, we have yeah, to no, talk about every single loss, but no, I mean, my biggest concerns lie with, with Chris Jones not being there. And I don't want to be the guy that overreacts and says, Oh, he tweeted, he wouldn't come back until week eight. So the season is over. Um, so, cause like, I don't, if he come back tomorrow, if he comes back tomorrow, I don't look like an idiot. Um, but really Caleb, if he doesn't show up for a couple games, that's a big loss for them. He it defines is. their is. entire defensive side of the ball. And that chiefs team, the loss of the Bengals in the playoffs two years ago, that team did not have a good defense. And that's why they lost. That's why they had a slightly mediocre season. Because at the end of the day, Mahomes can do everything, but they need at least an average defense to keep these games close on days when people, you know, throw the kitchen sink at Mahomes and they hold him to 26 points, not 35. And this team, I think, I'm not sure if they're super well equipped to handle those kind of situations, especially with Chris Jones out. Uh, I think they're a, they're an excellent postseason team, but also, Caleb, I, I, and Andy Reid's great. Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. It's about time he plays a road playoff game, right? Like, he can't keep this streak going forever. And I know people said this about Brady forever. It's like, oh, okay, this year he's going to have to be a little bit worse. And I don't think he's going to play worse. I just think there's more opportunities for losses on their schedule. A team that's not going to be as locked into the regular season as they probably should be. Um, and they're going to, you know, slip up in some games like, you know, Jets on the road, Packers on the road. They're going to slip up in some games like that. At the end of the day, they're still a threat. They'll still make the AFC Championship game no matter what. But I, I think that even with Reed and with Mahomes, their offensive ceiling is obviously on the moon. But if Chris Jones doesn't show up, Caleb, I have real concerns about this defense, real concerns. And I that's think funny. that's going to end up, that's going to hold them back when the, when the going gets tough. Even if Jones does come back after five games, he's still kind of clunky. You got to get integrated into the system and he's not going to be, he's not going to be happy. So like he has no incentive to play super well. Everyone already knows he's great. He doesn't need to go make more money. And, and so that's where my, just that's where my biggest concerns lie. But no, I have them 12 and five. Um, I, th- I didn't think they were going to be that bad. We just happened to highlight their losses more than their wins. Um, but no, they'll pick up wins again. Mahomes is going to be the best QB in every single game they play. They're favorite in every single game they play. I just was looking for more upsets than usual on their schedule because it just feels like it's they've got to regress just a little bit at some point. And with the whole Chris Jones fiasco, this is kind of the time to do it. And also love Sky Moore. He's not proven. I love him so much. He, I, we both, you and I both thought he was great coming out of college, but really they don't have, they don't have a lot of proven weapons outside of Kelsey. Yeah. Um, I mean, MVS would have a game or two where he'd go crazy. Pacheco ran hard, but only really got the ball in like the last eight weeks of the season, including playoffs. Jarek McKinnon's a lifelong backup. Obviously, Kelsey's great. Um, they also, uh, people, and I understand he had his moments. They lost Orlando Brown. 
Um, they lost their blindside protector, yeah. their left tackle. They replaced him with Juwan Taylor, who is fine. But are we sure he's better? I don't think he's better. Um, maybe he fits the scheme more. Sure. But I just think that this Chiefs team lost more than people are willing to acknowledge. And so for that reason, I've got them 12 and five. Still the two seed in the conference. And like I said, the AFC is so tight that like the Chiefs are much better than 12 and five. They're much better than 12 and five. They're a 14 and three team. But it's just such a tight conference that I think they're going to end up with more losses than they deserve. So uh, I have them 12 and five in the two seed. That obviously spoils who I have as the one seed. But swiftly moving to the AFC North here. Last place in the AFC North. Caleb, who have you picked? Yeah, this one, this was a tough, This I think this is probably the best division in, in football. I think just all the teams are good. But someone had to be last, and it is, for me, the Cleveland Browns. I have them going 9-8. and eight. Uh, This is, you know, this is one, again, I don't feel great about it because I'm going to say this first and foremost. I don't know how good of a chance it is that Sean Watson becomes like a top 7-ish quarterback again, mm-hmm. but there is definitely a chance he does, and if he does, Watch out, because this is a good roster. It it is. Uh, the defense, obviously led by Miles Garrett, is good. Uh, Nick Chubb, great running back. Offensive line, one of the best in the NFL. I think Stefanski is a fine coach. Uh, so it really just rested on. I I think Deshaun Watson will be better than he was the little we saw last year. But I still think I, I don't know if he's going to be just as what he was in Houston. I, I guess I'm predicting he won't be. Yeah. But, uh, I you know, I have them splitting with the Bengals, uh, splitting with everyone, actually, in that division. Uh, but, you know, beating the Titans at home, you know, beating the Colts, beating the Cardinals, beating the Rams. But I don't know. Can they beat? I, I'm losing to the Jets, losing at the Broncos. Uh you know, 49ers, but I, I just, I don't know. I, this is a team that was really, really hard for me to pick because Sean Watson is, is just, I don't know. It could he be, I, it's really comes down to that. If he is back to what he was in Houston, this is a, that's a great QB with a great roster. And I yeah. think their playoff team really, really good. So they have a really high ceiling, mm-hmm. but they also have a, a lower floor than a lot of teams because he's just has not played much football. He wasn't great in what we saw last year. So I just, I have no idea. This is, this is a big unknown for me. So all I can say is I like the roster and the roster is good enough where they're going to win games. Deshaun Watson, I think will be at least pretty good. So I have them going nine and eight and picking up some big wins, but Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I really don't know about this team. Yeah. Uh, I'm low on them. Pretty low. Six and 11. Uh, wow. I just, if, if I saw, wow. listen, if I saw flashes from, if I just saw flashes from Watson, any flash of what he was in Houston, eight wins, nine wins, nine wins. I give him nine wins. I have seen nothing, Caleb. I have seen nothing from him to let me know that he's, he's anything like he was in Houston. And I understand he'd like a year off and then he had a half a year off, half a year off. He, he was basically suspended for a year and a half comes back. He's going to be a little rusty. I didn't even see flashes, Caleb. I mean, that offense was putrid. And they've paid all this money. And I think he's just a glorified game manager. And I understand I'm going in really hard on him right now. And he hasn't really played a full season for them. But I just, somebody in this division had to suck. And I think it's the safest bet to not be good is the Cleveland Browns. And I just, honestly, to be completely honest, I think at the end of the season, Watson is going to be the worst QB in this division. And I I feel like that's kind of crazy to say. Absolutely possible. Absolutely. He's just, he 
didn't, there was not even a flash. There was even one play where I'm like, okay, this is the guy that won national championships and won playoff games with the Houston Texans. But, but no, I mean, there just wasn't even an indication he might be there. And on, on defense, they've made good signings. And on the offensive side of the ball, Caleb, I'm a little worried about their receiving core. Like, are we positive they have yeah, a, it's the, not the great. weapons? Although, I, I like Amari Cooper more than a lot of people, but yeah. it's not amazing or anything. Like, I'm, I have doubts about their, their weapons. Obviously, Nick Chubb is great. Their offensive line is good. At the same time, again, I don't want to, you know, jump, like, you know, jump the gun here and kind of make a claim that might come back to bite me. But are we positive Kevin Stefanski is a very good coach? Are we positive? I mean, he won a playoff game with Baker Mayfield, so I think he's but, okay. Like, that least, season but... was just so fr- – that was like, dude, that's like a – that's – that season was just so weird in general. And I understand you want to play off game with Baker yeah. Mayfield. They, they, they won. But also, Baker played pretty well that season. Last year. No, I, 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 he's not a top 10 coach or anything. Yeah. And, like, I just – I worry that people – that they're – Caleb, if they win six games, he, he could be fine. He really oh, yeah. Could. If, they go, if they win six games, he's probably gone. He very like, well could be. And, and I don't know, Caleb. It's just so many in this division had to kind of take – the brunt of the losses. I have them going two and four in the division. That being said, um, I, I, we are going to do a week one picks episode. But I'm going to spoil my pick here. I think they beat the Bengals in week one. Um, I do too. I've, I've, we, we've played this game, but I've, as a Cincinnati fan, we've played this game before. The Bengals never play well in week one, especially with Burrow coming off that cap. They're going to come out rusty. Browns are going to be fired up. I think they beat the Bengals in week one. Hell, I think they start the season three and one. I haven't beaten the Bengals. I am losing the Steelers, beating the Titans, and beating the Ravens. And all of a sudden, they're three and one heading into their oddly early week five bye. And everyone's thinking, okay, this team's locked in. I think they lose to the Niners. They beat the Colts. They lose to the Seahawks. They beat the, the Cardinals. One, two, three, wait, one, two, three, four, five. Five wins, three losses. Cool. This team looks good. All of a sudden, Caleb, the schedule gets a little harder. They have to go on the road and play the Ravens. I think that's a loss. I think the Steelers beat them in Cleveland. Um, the the Broncos on the road. I have the Broncos in that game. I have them losing to the Rams on the road as well. I mean, I, I just I don't think that Deshaun Watson is that good anymore. And I understand he's still young and he could absolutely prove me wrong. But I just I haven't even seen flashes from him, Caleb, not even a flash of potential uh, of, of a QB that, that could be excellent. And so I kind of have him falling apart at the end of the season, going six and 11 after starting really well. And I know it's a little crazy, but you and I have said this a million times this episode. The AFC is very good. Some teams are going to be worse than expected. And so they're my team. I think they're really not going to be very good. I think their defense is talented, has depth holes. I think their offense is not as talented as people are giving them credit for. Um, I think Watson isn't really showing that he can get it back. Uh, And Nick Chubb's always going to be amazing. But Nick Chubb can't come back when you're down by 20 points in the second half. you got to start throwing the ball. And that's when my concerns about Deshaun Watson set in. So kind of crazy to have the Browns 14th in the conference. But it's just kind of what I've settled on. Third place is division, Caleb. Way you were talking makes me think you might have multiple playoff teams outside of the winner, but who do you have in third in the AFC North? Yeah, at, at third place, I have the, uh, I guess, tiebreaker. I have the Steelers at 11 and 6. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I honestly, the Steelers are funny because, I mean, they went 9 and 8 last year with a rookie quarterback, TJ Watt missing some time. And when T.J. Watt plays, that defense is fantastic, and they win games. And Kenny Pickett, I'm sure, is going to be better. Um, and that's a really easy stuff. I remember before I did my tweets, I had to stop myself and go back 
because yeah. I had them starting like nine and zero. No, I, I I still have them starting man. Okay, it's insane. No, they have. A really, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think 49ers week one. You know, Brock Purdy first game back from injury, playing that brutal defense. I think that's a great spot for Pittsburgh. Then they get Browns at home. Then they get Raiders, Texans, Ravens at home, Rams, Jags at home, Titans at home, Packers at home. Uh, I, that's just a lot of – their schedule is one of the easier, easiest ones of all teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's big. I mean, honestly, if Kenny Pickett – I've always said I think he's going to be better than he was last year. I'm sure because he's not a rookie anymore. I think he'll be fine. I think, but there is a world if he takes a leap to even be like borderline top 10. If that defense, you know, stays healthy with this schedule, I would not be shocked if they go like 13 and four or something and and shock the world because Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin is a fantastic coach. It's a really good defense. Uh, and it's an offense that's fine. I mean, they got Pickens. I think he's going to have a really nice year. Deontay Johnson, I think, is going to be good. So I like a lot of this team. I mean, I'm saying 11 and 6 because I was being like conservative here and being like, I don't want to have a, a Kenny Pickett team going 13 and 4 when we don't know how good he is. But uh, there's a world where that happens because their schedule starts out really, I mean, as easy as you could hope for in the AFC. Um, and then even later in the season, you get the Cardinals and the Colts and the Patriots yeah. at home. So it's 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 probably the easiest schedule of any team in the AFC, maybe except for the AFC South teams. But it's I like I like their schedule layout a ton. I think it's set up perfectly for them. Yep. So my eleven and six is honestly pretty conservative, just because I don't know what Kenny Pickett is yet. I think he'll be fine, mm-hmm. but I don't know. But I I like this Pittsburgh team a lot, probably a little bit more than my eleven six record says. Yeah. Um. I, I'm gonna. I have the so. I have the Ravens third. I'll get to my Steelers to, to my Steelers opinion in a second because I am just as high, if not higher, on them than, than you might be. I have the Ravens 10 and 7, in fact, actually missing the playoffs. Um, they miss on a tie break with the Jets. And this Ravens team, it just feels like I like the hire of Monk in at OC. I just have worries about Lamar staying healthy all the way through the season. And also their schedule is pretty difficult. It is pretty difficult. Um they play in a quite a hard div- they play in a hard division where everybody always splits. I think Titans on the like Titans in Europe is a trap game with written all over it. Um, they've got Detroit the week after the London game. That's a hard that's a hard one to wake up for. Um, they've they've got to play Seattle, who I'm high on. They have to play the Chargers. They have to play the Jags on the road. The Niners on the road. Ten wins is very realistic for me. Um, again, I have them splitting. I think with everyone. Yeah, I have them splitting with everyone in the division. So. I think they'll hit 10 wins. I just think in a conference like the AFC, they're not quite going to make the playoffs. And it's crazy for me to say that. Um, I'm higher on Lamar than most people. I think he gets pretty underrated nowadays. But I just, I think that their wide receiver core is just a little duct taped right now. Obviously, are we sure Odell's going to come in and be that guy? I mean, he tore his ACL. He's been out of the game for a year. Um, And, you know, Zay Flowers is good. Rashad Bateman, I thought was going to be great, has not proven to be very good in in the NFL. Um, And then if Lamar gets hurt, they've just got like, again, they're a good roster with a good head coach, but you just cannot trust Lamar to stay healthy right now. And so my doubts start to really creep in. 
especially Caleb on that defensive side of the ball. I don't know what they're doing to cornerback. I do not know what they're doing to cornerback. They're in big trouble uh, at that spot, especially because they play the Bengals in week two. And Jamar Chase just always roasts that secondary. They're they're in trouble. Um, they they're lucky they don't play any other great receivers right off the bat. But that week two game with the Bengals, I don't know, Caleb. I think that's that might be a thirty point blowout. Um, but no, 10 wins with Lamar is perfectly fine. I think in any other normal year, they'd make the playoff. It's just the AFC is just so cracked, but I just, I worry about his, his, his health. And as always, and I'm not just saying that he's a running QB. I'm just saying it. Cause it's like the, like we've seen the facts, like he, he does not stay healthy all the time. He gets hurt every single year. And so 10 and seven for the Ravens for me. Um, and that leaves, I assume you have them second in the division, unless you have the Bengals second. So AFC North second place. What are you thinking? Yeah, I have the Ravens and I also have them 11 and six. So okay. it was high with Pittsburgh. Uh, but, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, those concerns, honestly, I probably have more concerns about this team than Pittsburgh, although mm-hmm. the ceiling is because mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is when he's healthy, he can be fantastic. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say it's a little hypocritical of me. I did the Dolphins schedule based off the assumption Tua would miss some time. I did the Ravens mm-hmm. schedule off the assumption Lamar would not. So I yeah. don't know. Maybe I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like uh, under the new offense, he's probably not going to run as much, which is part of why I said, okay, maybe he could be healthier this year. Uh, the receiving core is not, it's never going to be great. It's not great. But it's probably the best he's had. I mean, OBJ. I don't expect much from him, but he could be an okay receiver two or three. Zay Flowers, I really like Zay Flowers. He's been getting rave reviews from from training camp from everybody. So I think he's going to have a really nice year. Mark Andrews, obviously, is going to be a great tight end. Um, and they're just an organization that wins. So they absolutely, you know, Lamar could get hurt again. I think he's only played like one game in December since 2020. So he, is, yeah. he has been hurt a lot towards been, the end of the season. It's been around a couple of years, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just been beat up by December. Um, and that could absolutely happen again. And if it does, we I talked about this with the Dolphins. In, in an AFC this tight, if Lamar even misses a couple games, that could be detrimental. Um, so I don't know. I, I think, but like I said, I think he's not going to run as much in this new system. So I think he'll stay mostly healthy. And I just, I trust the Ravens. I trust Harbaugh. I trust Lamar. I just trust that organization. I have them going split with everybody. I have all all the teams in the AFC North going three and three in division. Mm-hmm. But uh, start with the Texans. That's pretty nice. Then you get Colts at home week three. That's not bad. Uh, you get Cardinals, Lions, Seahawks at home. Midseason, Browns at home. Uh, Rams at home. Uh, the Dolphins at home. So there's a lot of games where actually, like, even if Lamar were to miss that game, I think they could potentially win it. Uh, so as long as he's healthy for the big games, I think they, they should be in good shape because I don't know. I just, I've never seen a bad Ravens team, I guess is really what it comes down to. But if Lamar misses some time and they go nine and eight and miss the playoffs, nobody will be surprised. But uh, I go, I don't know. I'll, I guess I'll, I'll be optimistic and say he stays healthy at least for most of the season. And I have them going 11, six and making the playoffs. Yeah, um, I, that's totally fair, and I, I totally understand. I mean, they've got yeah. that high floor. They've proven to be a winning team when Lamar stays healthy. Caleb, second place in the AFC North. 
I have the Pittsburgh Steelers, and oh my God, they could win 13 games. I mean, what you said is and so they true. The, this, the, this first this stretch run is insane. Like up until they play the Bengals on the road, I mean, this is a crazy schedule. I literally had to like I had because usually when I have the division teams split, um, I'll have the home team win both times. I literally had to do the reverse of that just so they had a loss in their first seven games. It's insane. I mean, Niners at home, I think I'm very confident that they win that. Browns at home, they can win that. Raiders on the road stink. Texans on the road, they stink. Ravens at home, usually they should win that game. Probably should win the game. I just flipped it because it was, I don't know, aesthetics or something. Bye week, okay, feet up. We're 5-0. Rams off the bye, hello, that's probably a win. They play the Jags, hard game. It's at home. I'm just saying, Titans at home on a short week. Packers at home on a long, like a long week of rest. Then they get to play the Browns on the road, and then they actually have to play the Bengals. But then they get the Cardinals, and then the Patriots and the Colts. Like, you're not kidding. They could literally go 13-4. and four. Like, they could shock the world. I mean, this schedule is so – It's I wouldn't even say it's easy. It's just perfect. Like, it slides in. All the hard games they have are at home. They're they're separated well. And I don't know. We always see the, we always talk about leaps from second-year receivers. I could really see a leap from Kenny Pickett this year. I, I wasn't high on him at all pre-draft, but – I've seen a lot of signs from him in training camp that have been very encouraging. I've seen a lot of signs from him. Like I went back and watched some stuff last year. He's got the talent and this is the kind of system. that's going to take a step forward. Najee isn't going to be asked to do as much. They have Jalen Warren. The offensive line is better. Tomlin's always going to get this team up and ready for whatever game they need him to help this Steelers team. This is their, this is their year. I really think they're going to have a nice breakout year. Um, Next year, they'll probably regress a little bit, but this coming season, I mean, they've got, They've got the pieces. They've got two good running backs, good offensive line, a QB that's going to take a step forward, a proven receiver in Deontay Johnson, and a breakout one in George Pickens. Calvin Austin, the third, is finally off I mean, That guy's a speedster. Watch out for him. Great kick returner. Defense, they're always going to get up and active as long as Tomlin is there. I mean, losing Brian Flores might be a bit of a, like, might be a little bit of a problem. But at the end of the day, I mean, Mike Tomlin's Mike Tomlin. This team is still really good. And I think they're always going to have a high floor with him. And it just, it seems like it's almost too perfect for them to slide into the situation. I mean, for God, the teams they play on the road are so bad that they're, it's just insane how lucky, but also like to their credit, their hardest game on the road is Seattle, which is a hard game on the road. But other than that, I mean, they've got all the division games on the road. I, just, I, mean, I wasn't counting the Bengals when I said their hardest game on the road, but like their hardest non-division game on the road is Seattle. They also have, they get to play the Colts on the road. They get to play the Rams on the road. They get to play the Texans and the Raiders on the road. I mean, these are not good teams that they get to play on the road. And it's it's just they, they always make whatever Heinz. I'm going to call it Heinz Field. They always make Heinz Field, Heinz Field a fortress. It's always hard to go in and win there. Um, and so they get a lot of good. They get all their good teams at home. It's just it's setting up so perfectly for this team. I even think they could win a playoff game. They could absolutely in the way I, I, I see the I, game, yeah. they could yeah. really beat the Bills round one. They really could. Um, but I mean, it's I think it's going to be quite the season for them. First place in the division, you and I have the same team. Tell me why you've gone with Cincinnati for first. Uh, yeah, I went with Cincinnati. Obviously, they had him twelve and five, so just winning by uh, one game. Yeah, but I mean, it's, again, it's it's the best quarterback in the division. Uh, they obviously just last two years they won the Super Bowl, then AFC Championship game. Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in in the whole league. Love that, uh, love that ball nose from you, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got uh, Jamal Chase, obviously, is going to be great. T. Higgins is as good of a wide receiver, too, as you can ask for. And the defense, I mean, there was a little bit where I thought they might lose their D.C. to a head coaching job. He was getting interest. Arizona, 
I yeah. don't know why they're yeah. standing over him, but whatever. Um, that's fine. That's good for the Bengals, though. Uh, so the defense, even if it's not the most talented unit, is going to be good. Uh, so you got good offense, good defense, great quarterback. Um, even in a tough AFC, I, I we both said this. I do think they lose Week One. They have mm-hmm. struggled with the Browns, and Joe Burrow will be first game. He hasn't really practiced all off season, so he's probably going to be rusty. But then it, it gets pretty favorable. Besides that app for him, because you get Ravens at home, then you get Rams, Titans, Cardinals, Seahawks at home. So we probably should be back in the groove after that stretch for when they go 49ers, Bills, but then it's Texans. Um, then I, like I said, I have every team splitting, so I have them going three and three in division. Okay. Uh, Colts, Vikings at home. Uh, I, I think it's pretty favorable. I think not as favorable as Pittsburgh. But it's 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 scheduled out pretty and spread out pretty well for them at the beginning of the season and then the end of the season is is pretty good. I mean it's tough, but like I said, Colts Vikings is kind of spread in there in December, so it's not bad. And and they're gonna lose some games because the AFC is tough. I don't think they're as good as the Chiefs, uh, but uh, they're definitely the second. I think they're the second best team in the AFC. Uh, so I, I I do have them going twelve and five and just more of the same. It's gonna be a good defense a well-coached defense, and then really good quarterback play and and just a great offense. So they're not perfect. I Zach Taylor's not, like, on the level of Andy Reid or anything. Joe is going to be a little bit rusty at first probably, but uh, they're, 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 they're really good, and they're going to go 12-5, and five, I think, and they're going to win a lot of games, and they'll probably go to the AFC Championship game again. So it'll be a good season. Yeah, so this is what I think about that. I picked them. I picked them to win the Super Bowl last year, um, and I'm and I'm I'm picking them to win it again. This is the last year I'm picking them to win it because I'm obviously I recognize I have slight bias as a Bengals fan. Their schedule is in is way easier than I thought it was going to be. And ter- when I saw their opponents got announced, like all right, it's going to be pretty hard. They have some easy games. I have them beating the Jags on the road. I think not a lot of people have them winning that yeah. game. I, I do have them losing to the Chiefs, but I think what this ultimately comes down to is this is the best roster the Bengals have had in maybe franchise history. Orlando Brown is, is an extremely underrated signing. T. Higgins is kind of going to play his heart out this year because who knows if he's going to be back next year. Jamar Chase missed eight games last year. People don't talk about that. And the offense was still great. Yeah. Burrow is going to be as good as ever. Mixon doesn't have the carry load anymore. The offensive line is better. The defense is always going to be good. They kept Lou Anarumo. I just think everything's breaking right for this team. They'll lose to San Francisco. They'll lose to Baltimore. And they'll lose to Cleveland. But they're going to win 14 games. This is a good team a really really good team this roster not only got better from last season i think it's more experienced and they're used to playing in cohesion but the biggest thing i want to highlight um not only on the offensive side of the ball but on the defensive side of the ball is the youth movement particularly in the secondary so shinobi Uzi is back from his acl injury but cam taylor Britt played a lot last year and was really coming on strong at the end of the season He's the corner too. And then after losing Jesse Bates and Von Bell, which I think a lot of people outside of Cincinnati and in the national media are like, okay, they lost their two captains or two starters at safety. There's no way they can get it back. They spent a first round picks on Dax Hill in 2022. He's a good player and he's proven as much during preseason and during training camp. He's quite good. He's going to fill the Jesse Bates role very well. Uh, they signed Nick Scott from the Rams to take over the Von Bell role. Honestly, my bigger concern for the Bengals lies in how they're going to adjust to that because Bell was the play caller. He was run support. He did an excellent job covering tight ends and to replace him with just kind of like a journeyman veteran. It, it was a choice uh, for sure. And I'm going to see how it plays out. But I think at the end of the day, if your biggest weakness is 
your veteran strong safety, you've got a lot to be happy with. Then the linebacking court, they re-signed uh, Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt two essential parts of their defense. Um, and Logan Wilson is going to take over as the play caller. Now Jermaine Pratt's exceptionally athletic does really, really well on a first and second down. Logan Wilson's an all down linebacker. I just think this Bengals team, it's kind of all coming together. It's all peaking at the right time. And after this year, they're going to lose a lot of guys. Awuzie is a free agent after this year. DJ Raiders a free agent after this year. Tyler Boyd's free agent after this year. T Higgins free agent after this year. Only tag one of those guys. And they don't really, the Bengals don't like to re-sign people after they turn 30. So I think there's going to be a lot of questions in the offseason. But as of right now, I think everyone on the roster seems to be honed in and focused on just winning Super Bowl and figuring it out from there. And I think Joe Burrow is the perfect QB for a roster like that because he's never going to shy away from the moment. He's always going to rise to the occasion. And I think this team can win the Super Bowl. Um, in terms of regular season, I am going 9-0 and at home. I don't see a home loss on their schedule. Um, I have them going four and four on the road. That's how, that's where I, I think that's where they pick up all their losses. They'll lose to the Ravens, lose to the Niners, uh, lose to the Browns and the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and lose to the Chiefs. So I have 13 and four. I'm sorry, I think I said 14 and three by accident a minute ago, but I have them 13 and four, one seed getting that by. Uh, and that leads us to the playoffs. So Caleb, we'll start on the NFC side, I guess. Um, but we've got these these teams in the nfc you guys you have different so explain to me your seeds in the nfc one more time again yeah i have eagles one uh niners two saints three lions four cowboys five vikings six and seahawks seven okay so first round let's start with the wild card so the five four matchup what do you have coming out on top there yeah, so I mean, it'd be Cowboys at Lions, which would be pretty, pretty fun. I mean, Detroit hasn't, yeah, yeah fun game. Detroit hasn't won a playoff game in a long time, but I, I'm gonna go with Detroit there. I think they got the momentum. I, I this could get. Hey, I think they have the slightly better quarterback. I think they might have the better coach, uh, and they would be at home. And you know, for a playoff game, the the people in Detroit they would get really excited. They sold out like the total stadium for the first time in yeah. a long time this year the people are really excited for this year's team uh so I, I i think it'd be a close game pretty close to a coin flip but in that case i'll go with the home team and i what i think is a slightly better quarterback so i'll go detroit to finally get a playoff win okay so my four or five is falcons seahawks um i'm high on the falcons i'm higher on the seahawks uh give me seattle in that one so caleb two seven and three six to play in the second round, who you've got coming on top, coming on top there? Yeah, so I'd have uh, 49ers at the two seed beating the seven seed Seahawks. I just think it's the the better roster, pretty yeah, clearly, and at home, uh, three seed Saints, six seed Vikings. That is a really interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I will go with the Vikings actually. Okay, I think the offense is going to be there. They didn't win one this year, so I think they're going to be upset that they lost to the Giants last year. So. Uh, I'll go with the Vikings because the Saints record will be inflated a little bit based off their bad division. So I'll go with the Vikings with the upset. Okay, that makes sense. I have Niners two, Vikings seven. Give me the Niners. Um, And then I have the Lions three, Packers six. Good game. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Lions in that situation. So I have Eagles, Seahawks, Niners, Lions in round two. NFC, so you have Eagles, Vikings, and then you have Niners, Lions. So we both have the Niners, Lions matchup. So who do you see coming out on top in Philadelphia and in San Francisco? 
Yeah, I mean, you just you have to go with what you know. I mean, Eagles at home in the playoffs, Coke mm-hmm. Cousins, I don't think that's a great spot for them. So Eagles much better roster there. And then 49ers, Lions, I mean, Lions, I'm, I I want to pick them, but I, I can't trust them that much. 49ers, no, they've been there, done that. So I'll go with the 49ers to win and then get another Eagles 49ers NFC championship. Okay, that checks out. I have the Eagles uh, making quick work of the Seahawks. Um, they're just not. I just I just think Seattle's great, but they're not on the level of Philadelphia. Niners, Lions, you know, Caleb, you know, sometimes in life you just have to be a little fun. Um, so I think, I think the Lions win that game. Um, I think the Lions have a better QB in that matchup. Their offense is going to be firing on all cylinders, and it's not like they're going to be playing in cold weather because it's California. Um, so I think the, the Lions come out on top. So Eagles-Lions in the NFC Championship game. You have Eagles-Niners. Who do you have coming out on top there? Yeah, I mean, Eagles at home, I think, again, will be the determining factor. Just mm-hmm. better quarterback at home. I think it won't be the blowout it was last year, but I have to go with the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Eagles to win the NFC as well. So we both have the Eagles uh, winning the NFC. On the AFC side of things, um, you have so you had the Chiefs as the one seed, Bengals two, Bills three, Jags four. Yeah, and then okay. I had Ravens five, Steelers yes. six, Steelers Jets seven. Okay, so we both have Bill Steelers um, on our matchups. So Bill Steelers for you, I have Chiefs, Jets, and I have jags chargers again but we'll start bill Steelers, the three six matchup who you have coming out on top there i mean afc is all of them it's going to be so great but I, i'm going pittsburgh man i'm yeah. going pittsburgh i gotta do something because i mean i there's going to be some upsets we know that so i think you know bills have been a little i mean we saw the stinker last year so i don't know mm-hmm. how great it's going to be um and i have them both 11 and 6 actually so it's not really that much of an upset so I think the Steelers are going to be ready. Kenny Pickett is going to get better. And I I mean, they could be better than 11 and 6, like I said. So I really like this team. So I'll go Steelers in an upset. Yeah. Um, I'm picking Steelers as well. I think that that's a perfect spot for Tomlin. And that's a perfect spot for the Bills window to kind of like, kind of close um, and kind of end. So uh, two seed Chiefs, Jets for me. And it's uh, Chiefs. Who, who is it? Who is it? Chiefs. Oh, for me, it'd be, it would be Bengals, Jets, 2-7. Bengals, seven. Jets, right. Um, so Bengals, Jets, 2-7. Who do you have coming out on top there? Yeah, I mean, it could be a fun game. Aaron Rodgers is great. Uh, Jets, very sneaky, have a high ceiling. But mm-hmm. Bengals at home, better quarterback. They know what they've done great in the playoffs. Burrow's been fantastic, has not dwindled at all. So I'll go with the Bengals. All right, uh, that makes sense. Um, I have Chiefs-Jets. Got to go with the Chiefs there. think the Jets are going to be good. Don't think they're going to be that good. And this Chiefs roster is built for the postseason. So give me Mahomes. And then I have Jags-Chargers 4-5. You have Jags-Ravens 4-5. Who you see coming out on top there? Especially should be a good one. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough one for me. Ah, I really don't know. I'm gonna, I, I'll am gonna. i pick another upset a little bit, I guess. I'll go the Ravens because okay. I think... They're a little. I have them both eleven and six, but the Ravens' schedule is a little tougher, so I kind of, I guess, think they're a little bit better team. Yeah. As Lamar, ja- as long as Lamar Jackson is healthy, I do think they're a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 they're great. You know, he hasn't done amazing in the playoffs or anything, but they are an organization that has a lot more playoff experience as a roster and as coaching than than Jacksonville as an organization does. So, uh, it could be it's a coin flip. It really is, but I'll, I'll go with the Ravens. Yeah, I have Jags Chargers, and in a repeat of last year, I'm going to go Jags. Um, I just, I think the Chargers make it to the playoffs off Justin Herbert alone, but when it comes to the big winning time, I don't necessarily trust the rest of that roster as much. 
So I have Bengals, Steelers, and then Chiefs, Jags. You have Chiefs, Steelers, and Bengals, Jags, round two. Bengals, Ravens. Right, Bengals, Ravens, right. right. Um, So who, wow, three AFC North teams in the uh, divisional. Look at the AFC North. best division. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's it's always good. Um, But Chiefs, so Chiefs, Steelers, who do you see coming out on top there? You know, I'm going to be crazy here in a little bit. Oh, my goodness. No way. You know, you said there's you said you gotta be a little fun sometimes. And the Chiefs you know the Chiefs, I mean, they can't win the Super Bowl every year. Even the Patriots. They didn't win it every year. There hasn't been a repeat Super Bowl champion in twenty years. Twenty it's true. years. It's true. Um, so they 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 can't win Super Bowl every year and I think Bengals Bengals Chiefs are yeah, Bengals Chiefs again to have the same four teams in the a- NFC and AFC Championship game would be kind of boring to me, and also statistically unlikely. So I'm gonna go Steelers. I mean, wow. here we go. Kenny Pickett, Mike Tomlin. You know the defense is gonna be good. If any defense can help slow down Mahomes, it's going to be that one. Mm-hmm. And I trust that the offense and the team and Mike Tomlin will set up Kenny Pickett. Well, even though it is gonna be high pressure going into Arrowhead. It's it's some it's gonna there's gonna be an upset man there's gonna be an upset somewhere in the playoffs. Give me the Steelers man. Give me the big, Steelers miracle run. Here we go. Big pick from Caleb. Wow, that's that that's gutsy. I wish I had that guts. Um, so Bengals Ravens then the two five. We're gonna get an all AFC North AFC Championship game no matter what. But who do you see winning? Yeah, again, I mean, I was, the last one was coin flip for me. So again, Joe Burrow has been better than Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, and I don't even know a hundred percent of Lamar Jackson will be there. I mean, we don't know. So, uh, I gotta go Bengals at home division game. I mean, I went with the home team like every single game in the regular season in the division. So I'll yeah. continue that, yeah. and I'll, I'll go with the Bengals. All right, good take, good take. I have Bengals one, Steelers six. It's hard to beat a team three times. I have them sweeping the Steelers, but I'll have them take this game. I just think they have a better QB by a mile. Um, and the defense, Steelers defense is probably a little bit better, but I think overall Bengals have too good of a roster to lose at home, especially as a one seed coming off that week off. Um, Chiefs, Jags, you know, I was thinking the Chiefs, your upset got me thinking a little bit more that, you know, it's very statistically unlikely to have f- f- same same four and even three of the four because I have the Lions beating the Niners. So, you know what, I, you know what, Caleb, you inspired me. I'm going to get crazy. I have Jags going on the road in Arrowhead. They almost beat them last year. Um, okay. And they're actually going to finish the job this year. Trevor Lawrence goes to his first AFC championship game. Bengals, Jags uh, in the battle of the cat teams in the AFC. So you have an AFC North matchup and Bengals. Steelers, who do you see going to the Super Bowl out of that one? Well, man, it's you get a little like mooch, man. It's like run. You just want to keep picking the underdog Cinderella run, but I, I, I'm not going to do so again. Like I said with Bengals Ravens, I have the home team winning every AFC North matchup throughout the season, and the Steelers going on the road and beating the Chiefs, and then the very next week beating the Bengals on the road. That'd be crazy, and I just don't think that they could quite be able to do that. I don't think Kenny Pickett as a quarterback is ready to do that. So I will go with Bengals, and the Bengals will return to the Super Bowl for the second time in three years. I, uh, I too, have the Bengals winning the AFC Championship championship game against the Jags, and I have the Eagles. So Eagles, Bengals in the Super Bowl. Um, I I am getting beat up in, in Philadelphia, no matter the result of this game. But I got I to gotta go with the Bengals. I told you uh, this is the last year I'm picking them to win the Super Bowl. No matter if they win it or not, this is the last year I'm picking them. 
Um, and I, I'm no, I'm no that I'm biased. I'm acknowledging that. Um, I don't think, I don't think I'm crazy biased. I actually do think they've got the best shot, but I don't want it to seem like I'm, I'm insanely biased. So uh, I'm picking them this year is last year. I'm picking them, but I think they beat the Eagles in a great game in Las Vegas. And uh, Joe Burrow finally lifts his first Lombardi. The Eagles lose two Super Bowls in a row. So you have the same matchup. Who do you see coming out on top? Ooh, this is that would be a fantastic Super Bowl, especially for you. That'd be yes. Cool. Oh my God, a lot of to talk about conflict of interest. It would be, yeah. it would be pretty crazy. Um, and it would also be a great game. I think, like the second and third best quarterback. I think. I mean, yeah. that would be it would be fantastic. Oh man, that is the definition of a coin flip for me, man. I. I, I, I'm going to go, I think it's two quarterbacks that are really good built for the bright lights, but oof, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think we talked about this throughout the two previews. I mean, the AFC is a little bit tougher. Well, not a little bit, quite a bit tougher. So I think, I guess, even though I have the Eagles one game better, I think the Bengals overall probably a little bit better team. I think they have, you know, they avoided having to play the Chiefs. So that's probably good for them. And, and just the health of their team. So, I don't know. Bing- losing two Super Bowls in a row is tough. But uh, I, I think the Bengals are just a tiny, tiny bit better. Uh, and Joe Burrow is a little bit better than Jalen Hurts. So, I will go with the Bengals. Love it. This is a Bengals podcast now. But you see, I, I made the logo orange and black. So, I was, I was sneakily pushing the Bengals agenda at all times. But wow. Okay. So we both have the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. I think this is the first time in history of the show we've had the same team winning the Super Bowl, but definitely got some differences in the records. Should be an excellent NFL season. I am looking forward to it. Got less than a week until the first game. I am quite excited, quite hyped. Uh, it's the best time of the year when the weather gets cold and football gets on. So that is it for our AFC preview, our playoff preview, our everything preview. Uh, got a bevy of editing to get into, but uh, hopefully can get this out for you guys on September 1st, the same day it's recorded. Caleb, any last things to say to the people before I sign off? Yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm super excited. I mean, just doing this preview, especially the AFC one, the AFC is just so deep. It made me realize like every single week, there's going to be multiple great games with big implications. So it's, it's going to be really excited. I'm excited. I think this is a pretty open year. I think there's a lot of good teams, a lot of good teams. Yeah, it should be uh, quite an NFL season. We've got uh, dynamic storylines, got dynamic players. Should be a good one. Well, everyone listening, uh, that's going to conclude this episode of the All Nine Yards podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe. Enjoy the last weekend before the NFL is back, and we will talk to you next time.